Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Autism Breakthrough of Knoxville podcast. We have a little bit of a different episode for you this month. Uh, today, I'm joined by Taya Icon. She's our new PR and marketing intern, and she's also doing some uh, direct support professional work as well. Uh, Taya, if you want to say hello. Hey, guys. Uh, so today, uh, we're actually going to be talking about a fun topic. We're going to talk about celebrities who have been diagnosed with autism. And uh, I want to thank Taya for doing all the research on this. Um, so our podcast episode is actually going to be a format in which uh, Taya and I take turns uh, kind of talking about each celebrity that's been diagnosed with autism. And so, uh, Taya, I'll let you start it off. Our first celebrity is going to be Elon Musk, if you want to talk a little bit about him. So Elon Musk, for the past 30 years, has been somewhat of an entrepreneur. He co-founded a company called X.com, which later on merged with Confinity, which led to the creation of PayPal. He is also the founder of Tesla and SpaceX, and he is among one of the richest people in the world with a $150 billion net worth. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Uh, so when he hosted Saturday Night Live, he actually claimed he was the first person with Asperger's to do so, but it was actually Dan Aykroyd. After his announcement on Saturday Night Live, uh, people with autism felt a renewed sense that autism isn't a limitation. It helped increase their self-esteem and gave them feelings of empowerment. Cool. Well, so that's really interesting. Elon Musk is obviously a very well-known person, um, you know, maybe as controversial as he is or uh, just as, as rich as he is. That's a, a very interesting case, and a lot of people probably didn't realize that he had been diagnosed with Asperger's, um, so that's great stuff. So our next celebrity that we're going to talk about that has been diagnosed with autism is Dan Aykroyd. Uh, Dan Aykroyd's actually an original cast member of Saturday Night Live. Uh, there's a, a theme so far with our two celebrities um, since Elon Musk had just recently hosted Saturday Night Live. But uh, Dan Aykroyd was diagnosed with Asperger's as well in the 1980s, and he attributes the condition to his obsession with ghosts and law enforcement, which really led to the idea of Ghostbusters. So that's really... Uh, a great thing for all of us Ghostbusters fans. He was also diagnosed with Tourette's syndrome at 12 years old, and he overcame physical and verbal tics through therapy. So our next celebrity is Dan Harmon. He is the creator of Rick and Morty and Community. He discovered that he had Asperger's when he was doing his research for the character Abed off of Community when he noticed similarities in himself. This led to him meeting with the doctor and getting a diagnosis. He said that people with autism can have complex experiences, feeling inappropriate emotional reactions and deep em empathy. So how do you think that that, um, you know, kind of impacted his career in terms of community and, and Rick and Morty? I've never really watched either of the shows, so I don't know how that's really influenced like his character Abed. What do you think? So I haven't watched community either, but I feel like just knowing the complex experiences and having that personal way to connect shows a lot through the shows. So when he is making a storyboard, he rigorously maps out the character arcs in an eight-point cycle. He refers to these ideas as embryos. This obsessiveness and ritualism makes a little more sense after he explains that he has a form of Asperger's. Okay, yeah, that's really cool. I mean, I can definitely see how that would uh, really make the show kind of get fleshed out and just uh, improve the overall quality of the product, I would say. So moving on from Dan Harmon, uh, let's, let's go ahead and talk about Anthony Hopkins, uh, another actor that people might not realize has been diagnosed with autism. Uh, he actually received his diagnosis of Asperger's late in life, 
I think he was diagnosed in 2017. He's the first Oscar winner with a publicly disclosed diagnosis of autism, and he's also the oldest actor to win an Academy Award. He claims his obsessive and detail-oriented nature was a great gift that helped him become a successful actor. So, Taya, how do you think that you know him being obsessive and detail-oriented within acting has, has helped his career? I think it adds a lot of drive and motivation to a person. They really want to focus on getting things right and proving what they can do. Yeah, and I think that kind of speaks to, you know, he's well known in the acting community for being able to memorize large amounts of dialogue. And, you know, I really don't see how that could do anything but help you in that role. Right. So many of you may know Susan Boyle after her audition on Britain's Got Talent shot into stardom in 2009. She was diagnosed with Asperger's in 2012 after being misdiagnosed as having brain damage as a child. After she got this diagnosis, she felt relief after receiving an accurate diagnosis. Yeah, I would imagine that you would because uh, I guess she, you know, I see she said here that she has a clear understanding of what's wrong uh, and she feels more relieved and a bit more relaxed about myself. I guess that makes sense considering, you know, this whole, your whole life that you think that you have brain damage. Uh, and, you know, I think she's like 60 years old at this mm -hmm. point. So she went a long time um, kind of thinking that she had brain damage when in reality uh, she was diagnosed with uh, Asperger's. So that's really interesting. Yeah, after finally being able to understand yourself better, you know how to work with yourself better. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's, you know, something as uh, as time goes on and we get better about, you know, recognizing autism and hopefully misdiagnoses like that uh, happen less in the future. Uh, so someone else that uh, a lot of people in the autism community have probably heard of is Temple Grandin. Uh, Temple was diagnosed with autism as a child, and doctors actually wanted to put her in an institution. Uh, her parents sent her to private schools to nurture her high IQ. Uh, she later became a scientist, and she studies the similarities in how people with autism and animals experience anxiety and fear. Uh, she developed therapies for both on how to relieve the emotions. Uh, then she became a professor at Colorado State University for animal science. In addition, she's also wrote many books, the newest one, which is The Autistic Brain, Thinking Across the Spectrum, uh, discusses the scientific advances in understanding autism. In addition, she got her bachelor's degree in psychology and a master's and doctorate in animal science. So she's really been proactive in uh, working with the, the autism community and she's done a lot for the community. When you say Taya. I also think it's very interesting how she studies between people with autism and the animals. I think that's a pretty interesting way to look at things. Yeah, that is. I mean, I, I wonder, and there's probably this information out there, but I wonder what her, you know, how she kind of got into that field and what mm -hmm. made her look at those similarities and differences. But it's really interesting, and uh, if you haven't read up on her, you definitely should go check that out. So next up, we have Daryl Hannah. As a child, she was diagnosed, and she was recommended to be medicated and institutionalized. Instead, she went on to act in some movies that you may have heard of, such as Blade Runner, Splash, and Steel Magnolias. She says that her autism left her with a debilitating shyness and a need to rock for self-soothing, which made public events hard for her to attend. Because of this, she acted throughout the 80s, but left Hollywood to enjoy a quiet life away from the cameras. Yeah, I would imagine that if, if you do, um, you know, suffer from some shyness that you know, it would be hard to be in the spotlight like that, especially as a very famous actress. So I can definitely understand that. So going ahead and, and moving this right along, uh, there's another celebrity that we want to talk about, and that is, and forgive me if I pronounce this name incorrectly, I'm trying my best. It's Satoshi Tajiri, I believe is how you say it. 
Uh, you may not have heard the name, but I guarantee you've heard of what he has created. He's the creator of Pokemon, which a lot of kids uh, have enjoyed for decades now. Uh, he was diagnosed with autism as a child, and he was fascinated with bugs and the outdoors, which I think is interesting because if you've ever seen any of the Pokemon characters, what do they look like, Taya? <laughs> it definitely has an association with bugs. I would say so. <laughs> Uh, he became obsessed with arcade games. Uh, he ran his fan magazine called Game Freak, uh, and he pitched the idea of Pokemon to Nintendo, which saved them from low sales at the time. Uh, he turned Game Freak into a game company later on. He sees autism as an enhancement for learning. He was able to focus on a topic he was passionate about and turn it into something loved by many. And I think that's uh, kind of a common theme for people that have been diagnosed with autism is they're really... Um, they can really find that thing that they're passionate about and uh, turn it into something really special. Next up, we have Heather Kuzmich. I apologize if I'm saying that wrong. Uh, she was a contestant on America's Next Top Model. She was diagnosed at 15 years old. Uh, she says she struggles with communication, eye contact, and finds it difficult to approach people. She's done many modeling gigs. She's been on the cover of Spectrum Magazine, which is a magazine for people with autism spectrum disorder and their families and has done photo shoots with Wedding Essential. Enrique Iglesias also picked her and another contestant from America's Next Top Model to star in his music video. Yeah, that's really cool. I've never actually watched the show, but uh, that was cool that she was a contestant on there and, and went on to have a pretty good career so far. So next up on our uh, list of celebrities, we have a professional surfer named Clay Marzo, uh, and he was diagnosed with Asperger's as a child. Uh, he has difficulty communicating, holding a conversation, and struggles with answering questions, getting around, and meeting strangers. Uh, but being in the water made him feel better, like he could breathe. The water became an obsession, which led to surfing. This obsession is what led to him being a star surfer. The attention he gets from being famous surfer leads to uncomfortable experiences, uh, eventually leading to his leaving the pros and going back to surfing for fun. And I, once again, I think that's totally understandable. You know, if you don't necessarily like the attention, uh, it can be hard to be in the, the public spotlight like that, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and he does still post YouTube videos of him surfing for his fans, and he gets a lot of interaction through those as well. Yeah, that's really cool because um, he's kind of just moved into, I guess, like a, he's still a celebrity, I would say, but he's more of a, a internet personality now, maybe you could call it. Um but, you know, still surfing for fun, and so that's great to see. And finally, we have Greta Thunberg. She was diagnosed with Asperger's. She is greatest known for her governmental climate action, which gained recognition for launching the school strike for camp climate in 2018 when she was only 15 years old. She says there is nothing negative about her diagnosis, and she sees it as a superpower. She was also Time Magazine's youngest person of the year ever in 2019. And her openness with her diagnosis has made other women feel more comfortable in themselves and their own diagnosis. She also gave a viral speech at the UN Climate Action Summit and has led the largest climate demonstration in history with over 4 million people in 161 countries. That's honestly like incredible just because of how young she is. Um, I, I don't even know how you accomplish so much at such a young age and, and gain that kind of following, especially on a topic like climate, which... Let's face it, it's not exactly, uh, you know, the, the pop culture phenomenon that you might see some kids her age uh, divulging in. Um, so that's cool that, um, you know, that's the thing that she really focuses on and, and has made a name for herself in.
So that's all of our uh, our list of celebrities. Uh, we you know covered about eight to ten there, and and talked about them and their careers and and kind of their perspectives on autism. Um, Taya, do you have any closing thoughts on on some of these celebrities that we talked about? It's just nice to see a wide variety. You know, we have actors, we have singers, we have climate change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool that you can you know. Um, they they found their calling in life and have uh, really reached the top of their respective fields and, and made the most of, of their lives. It's really cool to see. But, you know, if you want to read up more on some of these celebrities, we're going to put the uh, links to all of our sources here in the show notes. So you can go click on these articles and take a look at them. Uh, there, you might even find some information that we uh, neglected to put in the episode. Um But, you know, other than that, uh, we thank you for listening. And if you know of any celebrities that we may have missed, feel free to go ahead and uh, just shoot us a note over on our website. But I hope everyone has a great rest of the month, and we'll be back with another episode next month.